Hi there, I'm Sue Elvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 193 and yet again I am trying something new. Now normally I record a podcast, I have to come up with an idea, I make some notes and then I record an episode. After I have published that episode, I go away and make some show notes and write a blog post to go with the podcast. But today I'm doing things the other way around. I have a blog post and I'm going to make a podcast out of it. I'm going to make an audio version of something that I have already written. Now, this blog post is full of links and resources, and instead of writing show notes, I'm going to add a link uh, to this blog post to this podcast episode, and hopefully, if you're interested in anything that I will be speaking about today, you can hop over to my blog and find those links. So the blog post that I have chosen to share with you today is one that I wrote yesterday, September the 7th, 2023. And the post is called, Should We Push Kids to Use Their Talents, Aim High and Impress? Do you ever wonder if you should push your kids, make them do hard things, even if they complain, drill them, give them a rigorous education? I've heard of kids who, after receiving that kind of education, are now surgeons and lawyers or have some other kind of high-status career. Wouldn't it be good to say, my daughter is a doctor, We wouldn't have to prove we did an excellent job homeschooling our kids. It would be obvious. People would congratulate us and be happy for our kids who now have secure and well-paying jobs. All that stress and hard work paid off. I wonder, would my kids have been doctors and lawyers if we hadn't unschooled? I know this is a silly question. My children aren't doctors and lawyers because they're not interested in those careers. It's got nothing to do with unschooling. If my kids had wanted to study medicine, if that's where their hearts and talents lay, they'd have found a way to get there. I wouldn't have had to force them down a structural, educational pathway. Passion would have motivated them to work hard, do what was needed, and achieve their goals. Of course, there's nothing wrong with having a high-status career. We need doctors, lawyers, and dentists. These careers suit some people perfectly. But other kids will choose to do something different, even if they have the ability to study medicine or law. Some will even do something that not many people think is possible. They'll follow their hearts and their dreams. Supporting our kids' choices. 
A couple of years ago, I pondered the consequences of forcing kids to choose the career we feel is the best one for them. In my post, Why We Need to Support Our Kids' Choices, I tell the story of a MasterChef contestant who had done a university degree to please his parents and had ended up very unhappy. What he really wanted to do was cook. The contestant had to decide if he should pursue this passion and risk disappointing his family or continue doing something he didn't enjoy. Now I am going to share that blog post that I mentioned in yesterday's blog post. Why we need to support our kids' choices. The other evening, we were watching an old episode of a cooking competition TV show. It was elimination night. For three hours, the contestants measured and mixed and baked and decorated. They also made mistakes, felt discouraged, picked themselves back up and tried again. No one wanted to go home. They all had to keep fighting for their place in the competition. Eventually, the clock ticked down and everyone stepped back from their benches. Cooking was over. It was now time for the contestants to present their dishes to the judges. Bob placed his dessert creation on the table and one of the judges asked, What does this competition mean to you? What if you go home tonight? And Bob, with tears in his eyes, said the competition meant everything to him. He wanted to do well so he could show his parents he was good at cooking and needed to cook because this is what made him happy. Bob's parents hadn't understood his passion for cooking. They'd had their own ideas about what he should do with his life. They valued academic education and had thought that he should do a university degree. So that's what he did. But he still dreamed about cooking. The guest judge, a successful pastry chef who had had a similar experience with her parents, told Bob that everyone is responsible for his own happiness. We know what makes us happy and we should pursue our dreams. This might mean doing something that our parents or other people can't understand. But we have to do what we feel is best, regardless of anyone's opinions. It can be very difficult doing what we feel is right for us if it differs from our parents' desires. We seem to have an inbuilt need to please our parents. We want them to be proud of us. We might feel guilty if they seem disappointed with our choices. But still, we have to use our talents and do what brings us joy. As parents ourselves, we might have our own thoughts about what our kids should do. We think we know what's best for them. But what if our ideas don't match theirs? Can we put our opinions aside? Are we willing to trust that our children know what makes them happy? Will we support them in their choices? Not express disappointment or doubt. Get excited and help them in any way we can. 
What will happen if we don't support our kids' choices? They could end up doing something they hate, or they could follow their dreams, but their happiness might be tainted with guilt because they think we're disappointed. Unfortunately, Bob's dessert wasn't good enough. He was eliminated from the competition. But that wasn't the end of his story. Encouraged by his competition experience, he pursued his dream and now has a career doing what he loves, cooking food. And then in my blog post, I shared uh, a story about another person who had the, the ability to go places academically. He could have been a lawyer or a doctor. Yes, he always got exceptional grades at school. But he didn't want to be a lawyer or a doctor, even though his parents were hoping that he would choose one of these careers. What he chose to do was become a high school maths teacher. Maths is his passion and he felt that there was a need or there is a need uh, for somebody to show kids that maths is an exciting subject and that we can all learn it. Because so many of us, don't we say, I'm not very good at maths. Uh, maybe we've had the wrong teacher, the wrong experience. And this high school teacher wanted to change that attitude towards maths. So his name is Eddie Wu, and he is an Australian school teacher. And I titled this section of my blog post, Passionate About High School Maths. Have you heard of Eddie Wu? Although his parents hoped he'd become a doctor or lawyer, he followed his passion for maths and became one of Australia's leading high school teachers. The other evening, I watched an episode of Australian Story called Channeling Mr. Wu. It was about Eddie Wu, an Australian high school maths teacher. And this is a description of the program. From a humble migrant background to internet stardom, maths teacher Eddie Wu is changing lives by providing free maths lessons worldwide on his WooTube site. Eddie Wu could have been a doctor or a lawyer. He could have chosen a well-paying, high-status career. But instead, he chose to be a teacher. I love this story because Eddie Wu followed his passion and didn't take the safe and secure and expected path. He is a caring and compassionate teacher who is interested in his students. He recognizes that a lot of kids don't like maths because they fail to understand it. His mission is to teach maths in such a way that kids do understand it. His engaging teaching style has changed lives. A few years ago, Eddie Wu started recording videos of his lessons for a student who was absent from class because of a serious illness. Those videos were shared and appreciated, and now Eddie Wu has his own very popular maths YouTube channel, Eddie Wu. And then I have included some videos in my blog post. Uh, 
ones that Eddie Wu has made and also that Channeling Eddie Wu uh, TV show that was first published on, I think, uh, ABC Australia. But it's available to watch on YouTube. So if you visit my blog, once you've got to the end of this podcast, you'll be able to see the links to all those videos and also his website. And Eddie Wu has also written a number of books. Now I finished that section about Eddie Wu saying, of course, not all unschoolers want to study maths in a formal way, but if you like maths, or if you have to do a course before applying to university, maybe Eddie Wu will help you. It's always good to learn from someone who is passionate about his subject. Yes, those sort of people make the best teachers, don't they? Now, I've got a story here, a very short story, that's based on a book. I recently read Andre Agassi's autobiography, Open. And this is what this section is based on. A controlled childhood. Recently, I read Andre Agassi's autobiography, Open. Despite not being particularly passionate about tennis, I enjoyed this book very much. Agassi's father wanted one of his children to become the best tennis player in the world. After failing to achieve this dream with his first three children, he was determined to succeed with his youngest child, Andre. Agassi tells the story of how his father stole his childhood. Every moment of his life revolved around tennis. Although Agassi did become one of the greatest tennis players of all time, he declared multiple times in the book that he hated tennis and was very unhappy despite his success. Agassi's story provides lots of thoughts to ponder about control, talents and parents' ambitions. Yes, I think sometimes we as parents think that we're doing the best for our kids by pushing them to use their talents, develop their talents, and to aim as high as they possibly can. Uh, But in the process of doing that, we can actually uh, turn our children away from the things that they might want to do and the things that they are good at. So that book, Open, was a really good read. It's got lots of uh, good write-ups on Amazon, lots of high ratings. And it was published maybe 2010. It, It was a while ago, but it's certainly worth reading, especially with um a view to pondering this topic of control, talents, and parents' ambitions. Now, I have visited this topic before in my podcast, and not so long ago, as far as episodes go, but of course, there is a long time period between my more recent uh, episodes. 
In episode 187 of this Stories of an Unschooling Family podcast, my daughter Imogen joined me to discuss the problem of control and high expectations. And from what I remember, we had a very lively and enjoyable conversation together, so you might want to check that podcast out as well. Episode 187, The Problem with High Expectations and Control. And then to finish off, I have something very short that I wrote once for Instagram. You might know that I'm no longer on Instagram, but I saved all my posts and captions. And yes, this is something that I wrote not so long ago. Should we push our kids to use their talents? I have discovered that pushing kids to do things they don't want to do is a waste of time. Yes, I can make suggestions and offer opportunities to develop talents, but I then have to step back and let my kids make their own decisions. But even though I feel this is the right thing to do, a little bit of me still wonders. But what if she has the talent to be extraordinary? By the time she realises this, It might be too late. Some talents need to be developed early. The other day, while I was browsing online, I found an article on the Raised Good website called Our Children's Busyness Isn't a Badge of Honour and Why We Need to Change It. Here's a quote from it. I was fortunate enough to see Dr. Shefali Sab. Yuri speak at an event in Vancouver recently. After her talk, the audience was free to ask questions. A father asked, how do we know how much to push our kids in sports and activities when they want to give up? I will never forget Dr. Shefali's answer. She said, Mozart was always going to be Mozart. No matter what his parents did, he would have found anything that was black and white and played it. Her message was clear. We don't need to push our kids. Mozart was pushed by his parents, but if he hadn't been, would he still have developed his extraordinary talent for music? Would he have been unable to suppress his love of music? Would would he still have found a way? I guess by pushing him also, there was that danger that he might have rebelled and said, I hate music, just like Andre Agassi rebelled and said, I hate music. Tennis. Yes, um, but Mozart would have found, would have still been Mozart. So I finished my blog post saying, so what do you think? If you've been wondering if you should push your kids to use their talents and perhaps aim for a high status career or one that displays extraordinary talents, I hope you find something useful to ponder in this post. And I invited everybody to stop by, share a story or a thought. And I would like to extend that invitation to you as well. I hope you will hop over to my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family, and read that blog post and look at the links and follow any that you feel might be helpful. I have a number of other posts on my blog that are related to this topic, And yes, if you go browsing in the archive, you will find them.
I've put a, two or three of them in the featured uh, posts at the top of my home page, but they won't stay there forever. As soon as I have written another blog post, I, I will change those featured posts. That's what I try to do every time I write a post. But they're there for the moment. And there's one there about follow, letting kids follow their dreams. And another one about basking in the reflected glory. Because sometimes I think we want to push our kids because it might benefit us. Yes, people might say, hey, you did a great, great job homeschooling your kids. Unschooling obviously works. Wow, your kids are talented. They've gone a long way. They're extraordinary. And of course, that feels good as a parent, doesn't it? But what if our kids don't want to keep using those talents? What if they want to go along a different pathway? Yes, we can be tempted to push our kids to do the things that reflect well on us. And that's really a terrible reason for pushing our kids to use their talents. So I'm coming to the end of episode 193. I hope you have enjoyed listening to the audio version of my blog post, Should We Push Kids to Use Their Talents, Aim High and Impress. So besides my blog, you might like to check out my unschooling books on Amazon, Curious Unschoolers, A Radical Unschool Love, and my latest book, the Unschool Challenge. So until my next episode, I'll just say that I have signed up for another year of podcast hosting. So who knows, I might make more podcast episodes this year than I did last year. Anyway, there's always that possibility. So until next time, live a radical life of unconditional love. <music>